Hey, what's going on? It's good to see everybody again for the Not A Paid Sponsor Podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Season Saul Hernandez, and we have an awesome podcast for you today. I am joined by my good friend, Jesus, a.k.a. Zeus, where we get together and we talk about all things MMA. Uh, we apologize for the audio quality, but the podcast was so much fun. I hope this is something that we can get into. This is a podcast for the fans, by the fans, and we want to get the community involved, man. Sit back. Uh, relax, have a drink, and hear us out, man. Looking forward to see you guys for the next episode. This is the Not a Paid Sponsor Podcast. Hey, what's going on, guys? It is a brand new year, 2019, for the Not a Paid Sponsor Podcast. I'm your host. Anthony Season Saul Hernandez, and today we are doing an MMA podcast. I was throwing it around on Twitter. I was looking for people who are interested. I was saying, hey, it would be pretty interesting to have a podcast with just like fans, just shooting the shit, shooting the breeze. Lo and behold, we got somebody to respond, a good friend. We've been we've been chit-chatting over the past couple of weeks. Hey, Zeus, a.k.a. Zeus, what's going on, man? It's a pleasure to have you on the podcast today. What's going on, my brother? Thanks for having me. Live from Tampa, Florida, Sunshine State. Nice, nice, nice. You know, um, yeah, I just kind of felt that it was it was probably like a breath of fresh air. I mean, we got a lot of MMA podcasts out there. Uh, you got mostly fighters, and then you got like the diehard analysts that do this for a living. You know what I'm saying? And I, I kept saying to myself, like, man, it'd be it'd be so much fun if we could just get like a fans only perspective. You know, some you know, I mean. I personally haven't trained, but you told me. Uh, why don't you give us a little background of your uh, your combat uh, I, training, I grew your up, blood sport training? I grew, up, I grew up in New York City, so, you know, my mom was always taking me to karate, boxing, and, you know, I kept doing it until I felt I fell in the wrong crowd. But, but you know, that's the discipline that you learn them, them and doing, doing that, it carries you on in life. You understand what I'm saying? So that when I started seeing MMA, it got very interested. But when I listen to other podcasts, the fighters are too cocky and the analysts try to sound too smart. Yeah, that was my bone to pick. I enjoy listening to the other content. And, you know, please, guys, don't take this anyway. Not You know, I enjoy my, my podcast. But I, I, I always felt like, <laughs> pardon me, I, I, I did have a like a, a weird, like sometimes I'd be turning off the podcast and like, I felt like the fighters didn't want the fans like, oh, if you haven't trained or, you know, like if you're just a fan, you know, like just shut up. And then you had like MMA media that sometimes they'd be going like way too into it, like the science and all that. And I just kind of want to hear the fighters talk. I want to hear like, you know, I just, I don't know. It's it's just hard. It seems like MMA media. What were you saying? Because the thing about it, because honestly, the reason why I believe that a lot of people is interested in the sport is because it's so unpredictable. We could sit here and say this person has longer reach, this person's wrestles better, this person's striking is better, but we don't know what we're talking about. And then we get then we get, then we get Amanda Nunes versus Cyborg, and then we all like what? Wow, exactly. <laughs> Even yo, bro, you can ask my wife. I called Holly Holmes knocking out Ronda Rousey. I nowhere near ever thought that. Even though Amanda was looking like a tank and she looks good, but. 
Cyborg just yo, it was just like a blink of an eye. I went to the bathroom, I came back, the fight was over. Jay, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, uh, Jason Perillo is on a bit of a skid now. His fighters, we have Michael Bisping losing twice. Uh, we now have Cyborg. Uh, Rafael dos Anjos also lost to Colby Covington. And that, uh, I think they're on a bit of. I think I think the Perillo camp right now is in a bit of a skid, and that hurts it, because I, I love me some Perillo. Yeah, but the whole thing about it, like for example, Bisping. He fought the the greatest fighter, arguably, ever. Yeah. Right? We could debate that all day. I bet you we could do, like, 10 podcasts debating George St. Pierre. So that's understandable. And then he his turnaround was way too quick. His, his body wasn't healed from the weight cut. And then he, he had to go to China, him. right? It was China that he fought Calvin Gaslam? Yeah, exactly. That was the only commission that was going to sanction him to fight, like, three weeks later, I think it was. Yeah, three weeks yeah, Rafael, he was fight. He at the end of the day, we could talk all we want. Oh, let him go up to one seventy. These guys at one seventy walk around at two hundred twenty pounds. Yeah, they're like twice pounds. the size, yo. That's so, even like, with that's, that's, that's understandable. The Amanda, the Amanda Nunes knocking out Cyborg. I do not care. Everybody thought I was going to at least the third round. Am I wrong? Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, I, I mean. I had it going 50-50. Like, I, I, I didn't want to put because I like Amanda Nunes and I like Cyborg. And it was just like, that was a case of, you know, every so often we get a pay-per-view where you just got to watch two of your favorite fighters duke it out. You know what I'm saying? And that fight, more than John Jones versus Gustafson, was the one that I felt that was like, uh, you know, like, it, it that broke my heart. It broke my heart. Sometimes, uh, I don't mean to divert real quick, but sometimes you just said something. Sometimes when you watch two two of your favorite fighters, that's how I felt with Tony Ferguson and Showtime. Like, why are they fighting each other? Like, why? What does Tony have to win? What does Showtime have to win? Because, honestly, if if Anthony Pettis would have beat Tony Ferguson, he was not going to get a title shot. You and I know this. Yeah. And then if to- Tony Tony deserves that that, that fight. He deserves either McGregor or Khabib. Am and, I lying? And, and or that's where crazy? that's where I was gonna lead off. I know we we completely. I, I was looking at the outline. I jumped. I, you know, we got off on a, a pretty interesting start. These are all the fights that 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 brought us that that came from 2018. Uh, we obviously haven't had any MMA for the past couple of weeks. Uh, we're going into UFC Brooklyn. Uh, Dillshaw versus uh, Cejudo. Um, but I wanted to recap of the year that was the fights, you know, your favorite fights of 2018. Don't forget. Don't have to be UFC. You don't have to be Bellator. If I had to ask you right now, what was your favorite UFC fight? What was your favorite Bellator fight or any other mixed martial arts promotion? And what was your favorite boxing fight of the year? Okay. What would you say? My, my favorite, um, UFC fight was TJ Dillashaw knocking out Cody Garbrandt for the second time. Like it, 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 it felt so good seeing because something happened that the meritocracy that used to exist in the sport that got mm-hmm. everybody interested in it yeah. just left and they paid with favoritisms. Oh, you look good. We're going to push you. They did, they did the same thing with Taryn, with, with Darren Till. They're doing the same thing with Kamar Usman right now. We saw, the same, we saw, this, um, we saw this issue with uh, Francis Ngannou going up against Stipe Miocic. 
Exactly. So it, it, it uh, but that was my favorite moment. And and Bellator was when um when I, uh what's his name? I like Aaron Pico, but it wasn't Aaron Pico? But who was the kid that that did that that switch kick to to the Irish kid that that trains with the McGregor? Gallagher? Uh, what's his face? The the Gallagher fight that he lost, where he yeah where he, yes, he was oh my god, I was shit at the beginning of the fight. He was all up in his face and he ate toe jam for it, yo. Oh, and then you see how he just like he did the yo he the, was on him the, like he was on him the the blood sport kick like you saw like he he like aimed aimed for like a nanosecond and then just released I was like oh my god he hit him with the Van Dam kick <laughs> so you got T J versus uh, T J versus Cody two you got the Gallagher fight I forgot who he fought that he Gallagher lost and then, I know he's a Puerto Rican kid from Jersey. Let me see if I can Google him real quick. Let me Google him because I don't want to do him any disrespect because that dude earned the right for us to know his name. (laughs) Uh, I was just looking at that fight the other day. It was not Anthony Taylor. Uh, uh, Hold on. I got it right now. What's that guy? Gallagher, whatever his name is. Uh, let's see. Ricky Bandejas? Yes. Ricky Bandejas, yes. He's a Puerto Rican kid from, um, from like, South <laughs> Jersey. Dude, that kid. Oh, man. I think, I think Bellator You saw, you saw Gallagher was mad. Like, he got humbled real quick when he got on the mic afterwards. Like, when he went on to the, like, the MMA podcast and all that stuff. Because, you know, they were hyping him up big time. Because, you know, he's a, you know, like, a, I don't want to say a Connor Dick writer, but. He, he, exactly what he is. Exactly what he is. Yeah, exactly what he is. No, but what? Like they're not pushing Ricky whatsoever. No, no, no. That was it. That was like a one-off, yo. They, I haven't heard of him since. That was it. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, it's like I hate that it was becoming a spectacle. Cause, man, you could call me old-fashioned. You could call me a die-hard. You could call me. A, I belong in the Stone Age. But the reason why people got interested in MMA was because the best fought the best. Not you're cute, you're gonna get pushed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the pretty boy fight. Yeah, that was never a, a thing in the past. You know what I'm saying? And and uh, Matt Sarah will be the first to say it. Uh, I remember l- listening to him exactly. talk about like he's like, yo, I, I, I didn't give a, I didn't give I didn't give a fuck who the hell you know. It's like I got a call from Dana, I got a call from uh, Lorenzo, and 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 I didn't give a fuck who I was fighting. You know what I'm saying? And it paid off because he ended up beating GSP. Yeah, even though that was a fluke. <laughs> Like a, a dub's a dub, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, what are they saying? There's no moral victories in baseball. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Well, win is a win. I gotta take it. Um, what was your favorite fight? I say UFC fight. I had to say it was the Max Holloway versus Brian Ortega. This is my personal favorite. Please don't don't attack me out there, people that are gonna be listening to oh. this podcast when we upload it. The reason why I really really liked the fight was because you got of like this wasn't like a pretty boy going to the champions uh, a championship fight it was a legitimate storyline of brian ortega who out of nowhere ended up beating cub swanson ended up beating frankie edgar you know the two gatekeepers of the division you know what i'm saying like it was no tough tech at any given night cub swanson and frankie edgar it's a wrap you don't even pass them and yeah, who I think that? he got. What were you saying? I, I, 
I don't mean to cut you off. I apologize. I'm gonna try not to. Do no, that. it's all good, man. But, uh, yeah. Oh, well, I tell you, I I think they rushed. I mean, you could say they that they him. definitely rushed him, but it was like the way that he did it. I mean, and and Brian Ortega, the way he described, right? When he knocked out Frank Yeager, they they brought they put the mic on him, and he's like, you know what, man? I don't live a life uh, uh, with bad intentions, but you know when I threw that, you know when I threw that uppercut, man. There were some bad intentions. You know what I'm saying? Like, he had the swagger to him. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, he bro. Had... It's like, I see Max Holloway, and I believe, and I want to get this out, first episode we do together. In MMA, nobody knows nothing. Yeah. Everything is a guess. That that That's like my, you know, I'm going to put that out there. I don't want nobody to to like point the finger at me like ha 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 you you predicted this yeah just remember guys this is a fan podcast you know what i'm saying we just shooting the breeze yeah but i think max holloway's at a level right now that we haven't seen bro and that's what see that's what caught me off guard is because you know he had the big scandal when he went on tv everybody was kind of like yo you know like what's really good man you you know michael bismick flat out he's like yo you know for lack of a better word bro you look like shit You know what I'm saying? Then they had to pull him from the card. You know, he tried to go fight Khabib. The shit fell apart. You know what I'm saying? Like, so there was like this. If there was a time for Brian Ortega to seize the moment, it was going to be that fight. It was going to be that. You know what I'm saying? And and, and I don't I don't think any. Well, I mean, for me personally, I was just caught off guard. I'm like, damn. When I saw Max Holloway just start peppering him, I was like, oh. Sh-. And I thought Brian, I thought Matt, Brian Ortega was going to like just try to grab him once. And it just like it never happened. And just watching Max Holloway run the blessed express train all up on Brian Ortega's face, I was like, "Yo, I was I was too hype after that." I think I'm like ten years older than Max, and I admire that man. Yo, it's the he he doesn't do nothing great. He's just gonna he just he's gutsy, that man. Pressure. He's got that yo. He's got the he fucking just, you know that he certain brings that uh, pressure. That certain then, je ne sais quoi. You know, like to when he brings it, like the man just don't stop. The way he, the way he destroyed Aldo twice, you know, like. Oh, you took the word. You took the words out of my mouth. Yo, Connor be Aldo. I understand Connor be Aldo, and we could get to Connor. Yeah, we, we gonna but get fat, to Connor. <laughs> fat Max Hollow. Okay, cause I have a stupid theory, right? When it comes to fighters, I might uh-huh. be wrong. I don't mean to play nobody's ability, but you have five types of fighters. You got E, D. C, B, and A. And the gaps of those levels are like extraordinary, right? So sometimes you could be a, a B-plus fighter. A. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. I'm listening. I'm it's listening. Like, I'm following you. It's like, it's like counter, right? Take away the money aspect. Aspect. Every time he had adversity. He overcame it. Good. No, he didn't. What are you talking about? He, what, what, you Man, minus the money? Fight, we could, we could debate it all day long. He turned his back how many times in that fight? What are you talking about? What, the Nate Diaz fight? Yeah, in the second fight. How many oh, times did he turn his you, back? Oh, you, I thought you were talking about, like, Connor pre-rich as fuck. No, 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 no. I'm talking about he just, he has a country backing him up. It's like, we're, yeah. we remember Tito, you remember Tito, Tito Trinidad? Yeah. Tito Trinidad was the man. What? Yo, everybody was looking up to him. I don't care what you was in New York City. You were Tito, Tito, Tito. But what happened when he started fighting A-plus a fighters, bro? 
Yeah, he started falling apart. Because he started to B, fall apart. It and Miguel Cole is another example. B and A is a big level. So when when Max fought Connor, Max was a C, and Connor was a C plus. Right now, I think Connor is a B plus, but Max is an A. Yeah, Max is. I mean, I just like I said, man. It just that's the fight I want to see. Because if Conor doesn't knock you out, brother, what's going to happen? I think, like, I mean, like I said, we're going to definitely get into the whole Conor thing. I just, like, Max Holloway is, like, a a different kind of special. Like, it's just, I mean, so many people. And and it's weird because the way he, yeah, he talks a big game. Oh, yo, what's up? You know, the Blessed Express. Yo, you know, I'm just ready for another cupcake. You know what I'm saying? I'm just waiting to see what's the flavor of the month. But you, you really listen to him? Low key kind of sounds chill. Like he sounds like he sounds bro, like a dude. Bro, he sounds like a dude that you meet at bro. the bar and like you just be kicking it with. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think he's what now. I, I might sound a little controversial, but the, I think he's so good. It's genetic why he's so good. Cause, cause um, he swims. I bet you money he grew up swimming. The Hawaiian fighters, man, and they're you, different. They're a different breed, bro. Man. Bro, and when you grow up swimming. Women, bro, your body's different. Your body's just different. You're stronger. You're more lean. Yeah, you're loose. You could be looser in a fight. You know, like, it just makes sense. You know, like, if it's yeah. a fluid. But you know the thing, too, is that Brian Ortega, he's a surfer. Like, a man surfs no, but, every day. No, but, but Brian is just, it, it, they did it too quick. Like, Brian, Brian should have fought Aldo. That, like, him rushing for that title. I think what he could have, I think what he could have did. I mean, I, I know the sequence of fights might have been wrong. What I would have, it would have been so good to see. It just so happened that freaking Max Holloway starched Jose Aldo again. I would have loved to see him do Jose Aldo, or excuse me, Cub Swanson, Jose Aldo, and then Frankie Edgar, and then you know like Max exactly, Holloway exactly, like in that order. exactly. Because like I'm telling you, Brian is like two three fights away from being an A plus. Cause there's certain things you pick up during combat that that you cannot simulate. How about this, yo? Two yeah. weeks after the fight, yo, he was like magically healed. Did you see bro, the picture that's the Me- that he uploaded? That's the, Me- that's the Mexican genes, buddy. Yo, I don't got Ooh, that, bro. bro. I, I get like a paper cut, and I'm I'm on that shit for like like a month. Man, man, we from the Caribbean, <laughs> man. We got too much European in us, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but bro, that dude, like, it, it looked fake, didn't it? Yeah, it, it was like it was. Th- I mean, just looking at it broke my heart. That was that was that bummed me out a little bit. I was oh, like, yo, Man, I could I did not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and lie. And I could not watch that live. That fight live. I could have not. Cause I like both guys. And sometimes that's, that's what I'm saying. That was that I, was what I was so invested, like emotional. I'm like shit, yo. Like to me, the stars. I mean, like I said, I got it wrong. I thought the stars were aligning for Brian Ortega. Like like if this dude oh, no, beats Max Holloway, like. That's like mine. Like it blows up the whole shit, right. the whole formula. You want to, you want to know what, 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 what was my prediction to that fight? My prediction to that fight was either Max TKO after the third, or Brian Ortega gonna catch Matt, Matt, uh, Max Sleeper and catch him with like a knee, like uh, you know what I mean, like a knee, like a knee like bar a or knee, something like that. Like a knee bar, arm bar, like catch him sleeping. You get me? Because he's a, he's like a. a, a, a a spider or something, bro. He catches you with one thing and feels like he got like ten yeah, he's arms. Sticky. He's he sticky. He's definitely you. got. 
Like he 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 showed like Damian Maya level like jujitsu, you know what I'm saying? But that's the thing is like, and then it's like he ha- he showed the jujitsu skills with Cub Swanson, and then he showed the knockout skill with Frank Yeager. So that's why I like I was I w- I'll be the first to admit I was caught off guard. I was like I was all about the Brian Ortega hype train, and then he was kind of chill too, you know what I'm saying? Like he wasn't like he wasn't big headed with it too. He was just trying he was a squirrel trying to get a nut. And you know what, man, bro? He's still gonna be a star. I think that kid's gonna oh, be yeah, a he's superstar. Back. I, we see him yeah, fight. Yeah. We see him fight two, three times this year, and I think he cleans house. While Max Holloway's out doing his conquest, I think we see Brian Ortega right behind him. But what's left for Max, bro? What's really left for Max? Well, they say that they want him to move up. But I'll move on real quick. We're gonna get right back to it. Let me get through the. Um, that's my UFC fight, my Bellator fight. And part of me, I don't want to disrespect Bellator. But watching Shell Sonnen get tossed around by Fedor Emelianenko, that had me, like, favorite, not because of skill, favorite because of, like, this shit was fucking pure comedy to me. Like, watch... Yo, bro, like, watch I, that, yo, I, I'm tired look, of Shell. I'm tired of Shell. Watching stick. Shell like walk it. up to Fedor, right? And then Fedor just whacking him right across the fucking lips. <laughs> then like Chael Chael tried to wrestle Fedor and like the way Fedor like threw Chael off of him like he wasn't he wasn't shit that shit uh, I was, yo uh, I, th- I did a barbecue that night cause I, we had so much fun watching that fight we could we, we were laughing like for like the next two weeks about that damn fight bro and, I refuse to give Chael a view for my television I refuse that Cause bro, I'm tired of his stick. Oh, I'm the greatest champion ever. I'm the best. I'm the best. Yo, shut up, bro. You just was at the right place at the right time. I don't listen to any of his pre-fight and his post-fight stuff. I just, I just see him in there. Cause the the man can Look. wrestle, but like you know, like for instance, when he fought, what was it Rampage? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He looked, he looked decent. He looked good. And Rampage knew he, was Ram- like, yo, he he didn't even want to fight Chell. Even I think he said on the Ariel Hawani show, he's like, yo, I ain't I'm not even trying to fuck with Chell because what you you already know what Chell's gonna do. He's gonna wrestle fuck me. Yeah, and, you know and the saying? thing about it is, um, I like him as an analyst though. I love him as an analyst. But as a fighter, like, come on, bro, you too old. Give it up. And then like, now they talking about like, they talking about Tito, Tito, uh, Shell three. I, mean, I don't know what Bellator is doing. I don't know like what Scott Coker is doing. Just, I, I they really just they scraping know. right now. They're trying to scrape. You know, it's, it's just a lot. A certain things too didn't pan out. Like the 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 heavyweight tournament is kind of taking shape now. You got a legitimate Ryan Bader. He's a light heavyweight, but he's competing now against Fedor Emelianenko. You know, I'm really looking forward to see that. Even though I think Ryan Bader probably has the best chance of um of of cleaning house. I don't know if Fedor is going to get the chance to knock Ryan Bader out the same way he did Chael Sonnen. So that's one fight that I'm definitely bro. looking forward to seeing. And then you have bro, the, you the, might you might call me crazy, but I just think Bellator should stop chasing um, UFC's leftovers. Just go get guys that are going to come and fight and knock each other out. People's going to start watching. And then you can start developing talent. You well, they had a really guy, good... Um, they had a really good Hawaii card. The Hawaii card was great. Uh, yeah, it was. Sad to see that Rory McDonald got destroyed like that. You know. Um, that, but, but that's the thing. What's gonna happen? Yo, the, it's like I don't want to see Max and Khabib. I really do not want to see Max and Khabib. Khabib walks around at two hundred ten pounds. It's gonna look the same thing as as, as Rory and, and Gegard. 
It looks like the same thing. Grab. It's ever going to look like physical. You uh-huh. can't overcome, bro. You I just, you know, and, no and, it, it, and it broke my, it, it, it broke my heart to hear that Rory was, you know, when they asked him, they're like, you know, what, you know, what was your thought about going into the fight? And he's just like, oh, you know, I, I thought I was ready, and then when, as soon as I got into the octagon, I realized I wasn't ready. And I'm like, damn, bro, like Rory, Rory's probably one of the most savage people I know as a like as a fighter. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's one of the most savage. And for him to sit there and say that he didn't want no smoke the day he got in the octagon. That's a bad look for Bellator. I know that hurt Bellator more than anything to hear Rory McDonald speak like that, especially after his crazy one-legged victory the fight before, you know, to get the belt. Yeah, but sometimes I feel like certain fights are really a draw and people just give it to the to the fighter that, that the promotion wants to promote. Yeah. Because that whole, that whole Salima fight in him, not, not Jose Lima, but... That Lima fighting him, man. We could we could debate that Roy won, or it could have been a draw. It was close, bro. All them leg kicks. Yeah, and he did it one legged. He did it one legged. Like I said, I mean, he, I mean, <laughs> we would definitely went back and forth. Just it was, but it was a good story that he won. You know what I'm saying? Like especially with the adversity that I mean, he was literally hopping around on one leg, and he just he was he was doing yeah, it for the grand, you know. But yeah, but. But MMA is not a storybook, man. And yeah, I think that's, that's, that's what... And that's they, the hardest part of the try, They're trying to do that to us, brother. And that's why... What you... Uh, I'm sorry. And what, what, what was the next fight? <laughs> oh, no, no. Um, I was going to do uh, boxing. Obviously, the boxing match. I really wanted the boxing match of the year to be a Triple G versus the Canelo rematch, but... I knew that shit was going to be a highway robbery the second it started. So, uh, Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder, hands down. I would have said Lomachenko, but Lomachenko's been fucking everybody up for God knows how long. You know what I'm saying? I haven't seen nobody really do nothing to Lomachenko. So, oh, uh, man, hand, we, we could debate Lomachenko. We could debate Lomachenko too all day. I like Lomachenko, but they're doing the same thing that Angel Garcia did to Danny. They picking like the right guys at the right time, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they, and they just avoiding, you know what I'm saying? Like they avoiding the Billy Joe Saunders. They avoiding, you know, like yeah. the, the real test that that. Yeah. See, like it, like that's why I look up to DC, and yeah. I might look stupid, but I don't think DC has really dodged a fight. I don't want to hear that he's dodging stupid when he's. You're 100 percent right. Pick that man. I don't think he like would have dodged a fight. He fought Volkan Osterman. Why would he would have fought Volkan Osterman? That's because the fans in MMA have like a goldfish memory. They just remember what happens right now. Yeah, yeah. What have you done for me? You know, with MMA fandom, and we're gonna get into this when we talk about when we talk about fighters like Conor McGregor. We talk about fighters like John Jones. We talk about fighters like DC. We're going to really kind of get into it. I mean, um, MMA fandom, or I'm not sure if it, I don't want to say if it's fandom or meet MMA media, but it's like, it, it's so what have you done for me lately? Like, if you look at the body of work, when when DC beat Stipe, that, that was for DC to be like, yo, I'm done. I could ride the horse into the sunset. I could be, I'm done. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm the greatest. 
And, you know, I've, I've like, truly felt, like, damn, yo, DC, in my mind, yo, like, in my mind, DC is the GOAT. You know what I'm saying? Like, he did it. Yeah, his his two blemishes were to John Jones, but it's like, you know, John Jones fucking, he had, that's his career. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, John Jones has nobody to blame for how I feel about John Jones other than John Jones. Yeah, but <laughs> the thing about it is, all right. Oh, okay, that. We might as well, yeah. Actually, you know what? Yeah, yeah we let, might right. as well just jump into the whole John Jones debacle. Okay, all right. John Jones, man. John Jones is a cheat from day one. When John Jones starts, a, uh, he puts a picture up before training camp and the picture at the end, he's showing you guys a cycle. Doing. Bro, he, brother, got caught for something similar than what he got caught for. And you're going to tell me, with guys like that guy from Balco, right now his name is skipping my mind right now. Victor Conte. Victor Conte. With guys like that living right now, he, he's not going to tell you. Man, listen, I beat a drug test for 10 years. You're going to tell me that a millionaire is not going to do it? You're right. You're 100% right. It's just like the money's there. It's just basically, if you like John Jones, and, and I'm going to say something real right now, the people that are really diehard John Jones fans, they like, you got to, like for them to be a, a, a diehard fan, they got to like take it up the butt raw with him. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm not saying that like no homo or anything like that, just like, it's like to be a John Jones fan is so exhausting. Yeah, but you know? the whole thing about it, he shouldn't be fighting. Dirty yeah. is dirty. Like, yo, all of a sudden the picograms here today, but it's not here tomorrow. You know, and then they don't like so John Jones had a reduced suspension because he decided to snitch. he de- he decided to snitch or whatever. They got they're gonna have him snitch on some people. You know what I'm saying? Like the whole thing is suspect, you know what I'm saying? So like now it I think Chell Sun and said it the best and, and I hate to bring up Chell Sonnen again after I just spoke about him getting his ass whooped but you know we like him as an analyst we like him as an analyst yeah 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 we'll bring up fire, we're, we're talking about Chell Sonnen the analyst and this is some spot on analysis when did USADA go from listen this is what's in your system you failed to this we believe that he didn't fail you know what I'm saying? Like, th- th- you, want know, such... you want to know where it comes from? I'm gonna tell you exactly where it comes from. What, what's the interest on four billion dollars? Yeah, you're right. That's where and it comes they just from. they Yo, just re-up the contract too. Yo, the Fatitas, the Fatitas, that are the smart. They're not really that. They're they're thieves because they stole that four point whatever billion dollars they got, bro. What's the biggest year they sold? The UFC, when the UFC was at, at its, its hottest, is nowhere but going down. And then Connor starts coming, turning people off. Oh, I need, I need to be a partner. I need this, need that, bro. Nobody's knocking your hustle, bro. Get all that, get everything you want, bro. But do that behind closed doors or something, or let us see you fight. Don't go box. Come back, get your ass, get that's your ass kicked boxing, and then these stupid MMA fights was like, oh, but look, he landed more shots than anybody else. Floyd wasn't boxing him. Floyd was standing in front of him as a boxer. Connor. I will, I will beat Connor. 
He was clowned. Mayweather clowned him. That be that. He ca- and, and Mayweather bro, said it. he's like bro, he's like yo, I carry that bro, fool. Bro, Mayweather treated it looked like me when my nephews behave bad. I put on the boxing gloves with them, right? Uh-huh. It looked me. It, it looked like me and my seventeen year old nephew. Yeah, I, I Mayweather and my seventeen year old ne- nephew is Connor. I just let you hit me, let you get tired, and then I will knock you out. <laughs> you know, it was exactly what like, happened. He didn't do no Philly shout. It just it, he it bob- got really that weird. He this weird. Year. It got he really weird. Right in front of him. It just got really weird. Like I said, and going back to the whole DC thing, like I said, I look at DC as a true goat, you know, because I mean, but I mean, in the, the same breath, in, in the he, same breath, you told me not he, to fall in love with the story, but his story is like, if if I could latch on to a one fighter's life story in the in and out of the ring, it'll be DC. It'll be DC. Yeah, and, and, hands down. It's you know organic. What I'm saying? It's organic, bro. It's not some. It's not. That's a that's a that's a story of hard work. No dedication, no outside the ring drama, no nothing. The man has a family. The guy's got a wife and kids. You know what I'm saying? Like he he coaches a kids wrestling team. He just so happened to be undefeated he heavyweight. He moved to light heavyweight for his homie. Like just he's like, yo, homie, I don't know. I wanna, like like I'm gonna let you rock out, Kane Velasquez. I'm gonna go to light heavyweight, and he went into like a murderer's row, and then he cleaned house, except for John don't Jones. He, don't forget, he lost a daughter too, bro. So just to overcome it's that, like, yeah, that's what I'm saying, man. It's crazy Ooh. what this yeah, guy's been through. Yeah, but it's organic. It's organic, my brother. That it, it, that wasn't people in the boardroom trying to make up a storyline for us to. That story made with. itself. That story was just in there. Yeah, yeah. He is the goat. He. I don't care what nobody says. John Jones beat him twice. Okay, let me see. Go. Let me see John Jones go go to heavyweight and be steep, stupid. Because at the end of the day, we all we all talking about, oh, John Jones the go, John Jones be him. That's at two or five. When you gain thirty pounds of muscle and and you're thirty pounds Come heavier, you're me. not gonna be Come as fast. <laughs> be as fast, bro. You're not gonna be as fast. You're just not. And probably DC might be a little bit faster at two fifty than John Jones is at two fifty. What do we know? We do not know that. We don't know until you it know happens. What I'm trying to say? A lot of people just think that John Jones got DC's number. Don't matter where it's gonna be at. But DC to me, oh my. please DC, if you're out there, if you even listen to this fan, two fans just shooting the breeze, let John Jones come to you, man. Just, just, and if he don't come to you, fuck it. Just go, go, DC, go do something else and ride off, man. You earned it. All right, clock he out. Should fight, clock should out. Fight Brock. He should, he should fight Brock. I don't even want to oh, fucking fight Brock. Just fight some. I don't even give a fuck, man. Fight, fight yourself. Uh, and that's it. Just ride off into the damn sunset. Fuck Brock Lesnar, yo. No, 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 no. I want him to get paid though. That's, that's my thing. I want him to get some somebody that's gonna buy a million, one point five million pay per views. Yeah. So he can get his, so he can get his money, and he can ride his sunset as the champ, champ, the true champ, 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 champ that will defend his belt. Cause I, I bet you money, DC would have defended two or five. Yeah, I mean, it's just, I don't know. I'm just, I'm so ready it's for DC champ, to just champ. go. I'm just ready for yeah, DC nah, to go. You know what I'm saying? Like he does it. I'm gonna miss him. I'm gonna miss him. Bro. Yeah, that's the sad part. It's just like when he leaves, when he finally puts the gloves in the center of the octagon and be, you know, he's gonna give us some crazy speech. He's gonna go. He's gonna talk about everything that he did when he was like from, from from start to finish, and we all gonna cry with him. Yo, haven't you noticed something? What the hell do they give in the water in AKA, bro? They just produce champions. They just produce champions. I'm gonna say they this. Just produce champions. This is just something that like. As a fan, I don't train, I don't do jujitsu, I don't. I'm a fan. 
I'll tell you one thing. Some of the greatest, if not almost all of the greatest fighters in the UFC have a deadly, deadly um, wrestling game. It's like it's like it's, it's wrestling, and then everything else kind of comes out. Like if you're a wrestler and a striker, you like you probably got like the best formula because wrestling really neutralizes the jujitsu because it's like, and I'm not saying it because of technique. I'm saying it because of like the training style. Like I feel like wrestlers have this thing where they love to be in shit. They love to be feeling like shit. They love to be like a, pressed up against the wall. a wall. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a, a mentality. Type, it's a type of person. It's a type of person. You know what I'm saying? You look at no, Khabib. That dude was wrestling bears at like seven years old. You like you look at all, you look at Randy Couture, a Greco-Roman wrestler. You look at George Saint Pierre, fantastic wrestler. You look at Tyron Woodley. He hasn't even really shown his wrestling yet. Bro, you know bro, what I'm bro, saying? We. We got to get to the champ, bro. The champ, man, listen, though. He's the most hated man in MMA, I think. Not but by me. Bro. Not by me. <laughs> Yo, I love I love him, but it's like, you know, to Tyrone Woodley, it's like he has to go to the challengers instead of it being the other way around. Yep. Is you 100% right? That's why he got that. They it, gave, it, and I think it, they gave it, him Us. I think it's because they just, they just look at, like, I think everybody's got this right. I think th- this has been going on for so long, you can now see. It's like... They just want to find somebody that's just going to whoop his ass. And they can't Bro, do it. How, how much times that he's defending on the sneak tip? I think he might have six defenses on the sneak tip. Oh, he's going to his six right now versus Uz, Uzman. He got two against um, Wonderboy, one against Maya, um, one against Till. Robbie Lawler. Five, right? Yeah, Robbie Lawler, when he won. All right, his, this is a six as a chap, right? I think so. Right, but look at that, bro. What what other champion has been defended? Hey, he's been hurt. Mm-hmm. Torn labrum, Defense broken is- hands. Yo, bro, I, I I do not get it. And then it's like Usman, bro. I think should have. And, and, and Usman, Us, Usman, listen, no disrespect to Usman, all right, but Usman was coming off not, of, not even not even a he's couple of fights ago. Not even a couple of fights ago, Dana White was like, yo, how how are you going to come up after your fight and be like, oh, this is me at like 30%. He's not ready. Usman's you know what I'm not ready. Oh, it goes back to what I was telling you earlier, my scale. Usman is a B. Tyrone is a A++. You understand, this man fought three fights with a tear labrum. That's why his right hand became so powerful because his he had his left labrum torn. So mm-hmm. that's that's why he start. Yo, he has a left hand now. You're gonna see this fight against Usman. You saw what he did to Portil. It was like it was like. Are you serious? You're 100 percent right. It was like a, a, a lion let 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 loose in a goat in a goat farm. It's just a it's a case of like I don't know they just they punish they punishing Woodley they really just punishing Woodley that's what the, that's what it really comes down to and then and then you put you you got Ben Askren coming in you're putting him to fight Robbie Lawler yo bro I love Robbie Lawler I love him oh my god I love Robbie Lawler I do not want to see Robbie Lawler in another fucking war give Robbie Lawler a fucking gimme fight. Give him somebody he's going to knock the fuck out. Let him chill. Let him fucking really heal his body. Give Kobe to Ben. Or you should give Usman to Ben. And Kobe yeah. and Woodley are on the same card. On the same card. 
But to the to to Woodley's to Woodley's situation, he kept saying that um he's been dealing with that um uh, oh, yeah I mean clearly it looks like but you know Kobe's like scared. he said he had the surgery. Nah, you but Kobe's scared. Kobe's scared. Yo, bro, if, if how much money when you're an interim champ, you get pay per view points. I don't give a fuck what Kobe's saying. He's a, he's about to make more money than most people ever make in their whole life. More money than what he got right now. So it's like, bro, stop it, Five. You scared. Because you know if you take an L, that's why he hasn't took another fight. Because if you take an L, back, at the end of the day, that mind fight. That's a wrap. You beat, you, beat, you beat RDA because he's a smaller man. If you fight Usman, Usman will beat him. If he fights him and Jorge Masvidal are are BFFs. That's the only bad thing Jorge got. Yeah, is that he's friends with that with that smug. But if he fights Jorge, he's gonna lose. If he fights Wonderboy, Wonderboy will head kick him to to oblivion. Cause cause Kobe's like uh he got that 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 I'm gonna take I'm gonna take I'm gonna take you down pace, but he hasn't fought a knockout artist. Yeah. It's right? just uh, so, uh, it, you, you think you how what, what what's your prediction for the for the Woodley fight? You think he he cleans him in one, or you think it's a it's a long night? Man, well, it if Kamor comes with the same hand skills he came against RDA, I think Woodley will clean him um clean him like in the first round, maybe second round, but he'll wash him out. He gonna knock him down, get on top of him, ground and pound him. But um, people keep sleeping on Woodley. Yo, he he I has a, on he him. has a. I ain't sleeping on him. I feel so bad for him, yo. That man is hustling. That man is hustling like you wouldn't believe. And, and... oh, talking about a story. Talking about a story. The fourteen brothers and sisters. I think he said he got some some number like that. He's like so the same. youngest child. Hand me dials all his life to be a champion, bro. Coming from St. Louis. Coming from the hood. Gangbangers. Sneaking in the house he just got evicted to because it was too cold outside. Yo, bro, he has a beautiful story. You know who also got a great story? Amanda Nunes. Yep. Amanda Nunes got a great story. First openly gay champion in, in the UFC history, coming from, from Brazil and Pro, Proverbs, coming over here, become a champion. Her her girlfriend live a wonderful life. It's like, bro, why are you pushing these people? You, you want to push... I think these people... You can't think and fight it. Like, I don't know. That sounds so stupid what I just said. But in reality, you can't just think, oh, this person's place looks the part. And that's what and they're looking for. You look at, look at Paige, what is it, Paige Van Zandt's 2-2 two two right now. She was, on Good Morning, she was on Good Morning America. You know what I'm saying? Just like bro, she was, bro, she bro. Was, yeah, but, but she, she, she just got dropped by Reebok. Because, yeah, she, she, get, she get a pass, though, because it's like... <laughs> You need ambassadors. No, no, no. You need ambassadors to your sport. Yeah, you I, I, I hear you. <laughs> no, certain people, I dig it. But, because she speaks very well. You know I mean? She, like, speaks very well. So, like, yeah, yeah. it's good to have her out. But, on the other hand, it's like, you can't try... They, they try to WWE this shit, bro. That's what it is. And you know what? Vince McMahon said it. He said the reason why he didn't get into mixed martial arts is because you can't script it. You well, cannot But they're trying to do it. it right now. They're trying to WWE this shit, bro. Like, I can't believe it. It's like, I don't know. And I'm telling you, man, it's sad that we fell in love with the sport 
be around for too much longer, bro. It'll be around. It's just I don't know if it's gonna be what we saw. You know, it's not gonna be. It's not gonna be the glory days. You know what I'm saying? Like we're we're in a bit of a twilight right now with the sport. But, we're, but the we're getting glory, ready to watch. We're like we're like two three years from watching some of the greats walk away. You know what I'm saying? We already lost Demetrius Johnson. You see what happened to Anderson Silva? He got caught with all these fucking drugs. Now he's like a shadow of his former self. You looking at Mark Hunt? You know he's all fucked up from all the brain trauma that he got. You look at fucking Alistair Overeem, another one, Andre Arlovsky. You looking at you looking at the, D- Daniel Cormier getting ready to walk away from the sport. You looking at all these greats. That just don't really want to fuck with the sport no more. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's yeah, but 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 that's not the problem that I'm seeing, bro. The problem that I'm that I'm that I'm seeing is that it's not generating any new fans. Sometimes I don't believe the pay per view numbers. Every number you could play with it, like yeah, it's like YouTube, it's like YouTube views, Instagram followers, whatever. How do we? We don't know if Dana White. It, is is ordering five hundred thousand pay per views? <laughs> the great, that's the, the the great the the great UFC conspiracy right there. I'm gonna put my Eddie Bravo tinfoil hat on right there, and join you for that we conspiracy. <laughs> we we hey brother, we don't know if he's trying to watch dirty. Hey, these guys own casinos, my brother. Yeah, you never you're right. know, bro. You're right. You're hundred percent right. In Las Vegas, like huh? Las, Las Vegas and Boston are like you know pretty stand up areas where it comes to organized crime, right? Mhm. So it's like it's like we we could argue this. It's just uh, the, yeah, the UFC's got oh. it's gonna be a very interesting. This everybody's gonna be watching this here. I think everybody wants to see where the UFC is at. I just again having to move now to ESPN Plus. I don't know. Does the ESPN Plus deal still come with the Fight Pass included, or you gotta have Fight Pass? No, no, you gotta. I think see, I, I believe. I believe I, I've watched people complain online that you need to have both. Yeah, be because mistaken. when they first when they first advertised it, they said if you bought ESPN Plus, you would get the fight pass included. And I'm not trying to, you know, what I'm saying like that's 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 right there. That's that's grimy. And I don't have all the ESPN what? channels, so if you put it on like ESPN, the Ocho or something like that, some funky ass ESPN channel, I ain't gonna get it because I only got ESPN and ESPN two, and that's it. Oh, bro, um. It's like we have to be realistic. A lot of people streaming everything. I mean, I don't advocate. I, we don't advocate streaming on this podcast. <laughs> there you go. And, Thank you. you know, these guys fight hard, so you know, pay pay for it. But let's be honest. That's that's what it is. Streaming, streaming, people, illegal streaming, and, and bootlegging. Is, that's that's what's hot right now. If people if people find a way to bootleg a pay per view, like illegally streaming pay per view, you think they're not gonna find a way to illegally stream my app? Yeah, you're right. You're right. They do it for TV already. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Come on. Like, you go to Instagram, all you guys promote. Ain't that, wait, wait a minute. This is on a total side note. These idiots on Instagram, they're just building the case for the um, for the ATF. You know that, right? What are you talking about? Mistakes on Instagram. Which post? You don't, have to pay, you don't have to pay cable no more. You've never seen those guys on Instagram? What are they doing on Instagram right now? Selling the Amazon Fire Stick. Oh yeah, I mean that's whew. the hacked ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know, you know if if the ATF ever decides to you know pop people, they have people with like you know with, with felonies because if you when you don't pay taxes on shit, that's when they really kill you. I tell you what, three years ago, 
I had a I had a family member stay at my house and he had two kids. He had a son and a daughter. And uh you know, I'm in the middle of working and working and and all of a sudden I click on I'm going to watch like a YouTube video or something like that and then and I get a pop-up on my shit and it says, "Yo, you your internet service has been blocked. Please contact Verizon to find out what's going on." I'm like, the fuck is going on? What do you mean I've been blocked? So I'm checking. I'm like, I don't got no VPN. I'm doing like a virus scan software. They're all this stuff. Yo, I had a call. I call Verizon and they tell me that somebody in my house downloaded Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the movie. Exactly. They, shut, they shut my fucking internet off because somebody tried bootlegging. A fuck, I'm not with it. I'm not really with it. You know what I'm saying? But that's a lot of people. They just, they don't think you know, like they just, I'm not even talking about the people, but like. This is like a real big thing with people pirating uh, pay-per-view events and things yeah. like that. It sucks, mm-hmm. but but you know what it is? When you got like these shitty storylines, like the John Jones shit, when you got like these funky ass, like, like funky, you know what I'm saying? You see like, like you see Tyron Woodley getting fucked over by the UFC. You see all this, you see this Conor McGregor calling out tension, knock, uh, I was about to call him fucking Nakamumu. You could tell, you could tell what podcast I was listening to. Fucking Nasakawa. You see all this funky ass shit. You see all these people faking the funk, and and then and then you got you wonder why people fucking bootleg your shit. Yeah, man. Um, well, what we go, you just talk about funny guys, that Greg Hardy. Oh shit. Yo, oh man, listen. That's uh, yeah. Hard- I meant uh, I, so for the for those of you guys who are listening, we had an outline drawn out, but I kind of felt like us talking. We actually cleared almost all of the outline. And the first one of the first things we were going to get into when we first started the podcast was the ESPN Plus Fight Night, which is this weekend, which is Cejudo versus Dillshaw. We touched on the we touched on the card momentarily, but we went left with it. We just went all over the world. I kind of feel like it was a good thing, but um, you did mention Greg Hardy, so continue. Uh, yo, bro. Um, I think they I think Dana White's going to feed him beatable. I mean, if he, yeah, of course. I mean, but if 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 Greg Hardy fucking eats the food, you know what I'm saying? Like, what 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 are we gonna, what what are we gonna say? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the people. Hold up, and I'm gonna tread lightly, and and please for the podcast, I do not stand for domestic violence and anything of the sort. As somebody who has personally dealt with domestic violence on the receiving end, um, I don't stand for it. I don't stand for it. <laughs> um, the People that are upset with Greg Hardy, I better not be going up on your Twitter and seeing that you talk about John Jones being the goat. Being the right? goat, yeah, yeah. I better not see it. like people. People that are like people that be like, oh, Greg Hardy. That's all I'm gonna say about it. I better not go on your Twitter and I better not see you saying people like John Jones are better, are the greatest of all time, because they one and the same. All right. If anything, John, what John Jones did was even worse. He straight. Whack the fucking where? pregnant lady in the car and, and and all that crazy shit, you know, like so. No, but it's not. It's not even that. He's putting something in his body that he could actually try to kill somebody. Cause he's that's what yeah, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like the the rap cheating. sheet, the rap sheet for John Jones right now is 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 way worse. Just saying, like the, well, the, um, my whole thing about it with Greg Hardy is that he's getting fed gimmies, and it's like if you're gonna sign him, treat him like anybody else. Don't try to capitalize on his name. I know I sound well, like an idiot. He needs his first fight. He needs like his first idiot. fight in the octagon. I'm, and I'm not talking about on the contender series. He needs his legit first fight. And he's getting just that. He's getting somebody that has had two UFC fights. I think there were two victories. Um, 
and 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 if Greg Hardy like it's it's basically Greg Hardy's ship to steer. You know what I'm saying? Like he's got to go out there. He's got to he's got to kill the guy. You know what I'm saying? Like he's got to murder the dude. Okay, and then if he win. wins, you give him two more kind of you you give him like two more tune-up fights. You give him another you give him another walk in the park, and then you give him a legend to kill. You know what I'm saying? And then and then and then and then you start talking about Greg Hardy the brand. But I don't really want to like we're gonna see the fight. And then we're going to talk about it probably next Girl. week when we do the next episode of the podcast. But, like, I mean, right now it's just, like, we kind of, I'm, I'm kind of expecting, like, if if Greg Hardy's going to be something, this is his time to shine. Because if he don't get it right off the bat and he goes to a decision or if it's a whack-ass fucking fight, we ain't talking about Greg Hardy no more. And that's a wrap. What happens to Greg Hardy if he gets knocked out? Oh, that's a wrap. It's over. That's what I'm saying. If Greg Hardy doesn't fucking murder this dude in the octagon, it's over. I don't want to hear nothing about no decision. Oh, Greg Hardy got a decision victory over so-and-so. Really? Cool. Next story, please. And haven't you noticed that um, ex-football players really tend not to make it out that good in fighting? Yeah. You haven't noticed that? Like, what's that guy's name? He used to play for, I think, Alabama. Eric Anders? Eric, your boy, Eric Anders? He He's a little scared going on right now. Yeah, and, and he, he was supposed to, he was supposed to he, he was supposed to be he was supposed to be hot shit. I remember he, he he had like that little media push on on the Ariel Hawani show. He was all about everybody was calling him, oh that's your boy Eric Ander, and then he he then he slipped on a banana peel. He got hit with that blue turtle shell, and now look at where we at. Yo, bro, bro, here's what people <laughs> need to understand: you play football, you play basketball, you play baseball, you play hockey, you play tennis, you bored to fight. Like these guys, maybe it works out for him. You know what I'm saying? Maybe he finds some early success, but it just—I don't. Uh, I don't, know. I don't I see don't. it, man. Because I see, I see. Imagine he gets put with a guy. I, I, the guy he's fighting, I'm not familiar with, but imagine he gets put with a guy that's his size. Listen, you're gonna end up seeing if Greg Hardy wins. If you if you see Greg Hardy win. Three oh fights, God, three me. fights in the UFC. They're gonna put him up against Derek. They're gonna put him against Derek Lewis. They're gonna put him up against Derek Lewis, and 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 then if he beats Derek Lewis, they might put him up against Mark. No, Mark Hunt right now is MIA. Is is Derek Lewis? He would not be. Listen, I tell you right now, Greg Hardy wins his next three. Doesn't matter how he wins them. If he wins them via decision or knockout, they're gonna put him up against Derek Lewis, and that's gonna be his. What about Francis? Yeah, you could say that. Beat. You could say that. Francis or Derek. There you go. Right there. Bam. Tweedledee and Tweedledum. I think Francis is going to come back and get his ass kicked against JDS. <laughs> because they keep putting him up against these legends, man. Like, this, like I keep telling you, he's a couple they of trying to, They trying to get him some experience somehow. They trying to see, like, if he beats a legend, maybe he got that. Maybe that he that like, he's got it. You know what I'm saying? Like if he could be, because that's usually the test for all these big guys. You know what I'm saying? Like look at Jones when he he was cleaning house. You know what I'm saying? Like he took out Machida. He took out fucking Cain Velasquez. Uh, not Cain Velasquez. Um, Shogun Rua. Yeah, Rashad Evans. You know what I'm saying? Like they 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 put him up against the legend, so they build up like, okay, I beat this guy. Look at this guy has so much experience. Who who gives a fuck if he's over the hill? You know what I'm saying? Like just give me that experience. And they they trying to do that to Engano because Engano's got it. He's got the physique, you know what I'm saying? He looks like a but specimen. It's like, it's like, for example, 
like who who you think is the best fighter right now in the UFC? <laughs> I, I, I'm saying DC. See? That's my pick. DC, Daniel Cormier to me is the best fighter, well-rounded, knockout power, wrestling power. Just, just he's the to me. That's like DC's the goat, and he's still here, so he's my pick. I have a one A and a one B. Okay. You wasn't hearing them? I know I'm trying to cheat. I'm not really trying to cheat, but I have a one A and a one B. Trying to parlay. My one A. Yeah, I'm trying to parlay. My my one A is Max Holloway. Okay. Okay. And my and my one B is TJ Dillashaw. Wow. Okay. Yeah, it's because steel, steel grinds steel. These guys are on a certain level. I just want to try to explain. You can't rush experience. Yeah, you can't rush that it's level like, of perfection. It's like, it's like, it's like three fights ain't going to do nothing. Because sometimes when you put them against these people that, that um, like like Aaron Pico. Oh, uh-huh. Aaron Pico's coming out. Every, everybody making a hype for him in Bellator. His first fight, didn't he lose to that guy? He got submitted like in a, like less yep. than a minute. Yep. The guy had, what, like 12 fights? 12 mm-hmm. professional fights? That experience can't be bought. Doesn't matter how much talent you have. You need to... It needs to be a five-year plan. And I know I might sound retarded. I might sound selfish because these guys just like hurting their bodies. But it needs to be like a five-year plan. When you come in, you need to prospect... Like, you know, it's like in the UFC video game. You need to fight 15 fights before you can get to a prospect. That's what you need to do. You need to get this experience because if you start putting these guys with eight professional fights against these guys with 20, 25. They're going to get stars. They're getting seven destroyed. Ten, exactly. You're going to you're get, get, get Khabib versus Edson Barboza every fight. <laughs> every fight. Exactly. Or Khabib versus McGregor. Yeah. That shit was a shit show, man. Oh, my God. Poor oh McGregor, yo. Oh, yeah, I felt bad for him, to be honest with you. I'm like, yeah, that. You know, now he's talking. Now he, you know, like, it's it's hard because, like, damn, man. I, I was I was getting into it with somebody on Twitter about, like, my fandom about McGregor. And they're like, they're like, oh, you know, McGregor's just being corny. He's irrelevant. He's all about that proper 12. And I'm like, yo, I, the same way I jumped. Listen, I, st- I got off the Ronda Rousey train when she fought Betch Cochea. The reason why I jumped off the the reason why I jumped off the Ronda Rousey train after the Bech Cochea fight was because Bech Cochea wasn't no fucking boxer, okay? She had a couple of fucking knockout wins, whoopity fucking do. Ronda Rousey gets a fucking knockout, and all of a sudden they talking about Ronda Rousey like she's fucking Muhammad Ali. You know what I'm saying? Hello. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah I can hear you. It, wasn't she saying she wanted to fight Layla Ali around that time? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. She's talking mad. You know, like I'm, just, I'm not saying she talking shit. Or, or just the people that's around her. You know what I'm saying? Like they just, they just, everybody yeah. was talking to her. Like everybody was talking about her. Like she was the fucking. They had Mike Tyson come to the fucking gym. Fucking Edmund Tart- Taverdian, his her fucking coach. The man don't. He don't fucking know boxing. He's not a fucking boxing coach. Bro, you know what I'm saying? Again, like, and, again, bro. Like I said, levels. E D C-B-A. She, 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 she thought she could box. She let that judo game go. And that was a shame because you, you, you don't fucking walk away from the girl that brought you to the dance. You know what I'm saying? Or she wasn't, or she wasn't training hard enough while everybody else was training their ass. And, and, and for um, me... Amanda Nunes, Amanda Nunes was going to eat that food regardless, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm saying, like, and then, for instance, like, with McGregor, I got off the train 
I got off the McGregor train right after the um the Chad Mendes fight. I'm like, yo, you you talking mad shit about a dude that you beat that like on short notice, you know what I'm saying? Like the guy like Two weeks. Two, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, shut the fuck up. And then you're gonna talk shit like he you know what I'm saying, like the dude tested positive for stare like it was just a it's just a fucking shit show, you know what I'm saying? Like I feel bad. I like Chad Mendes. And I'm sorry that he's going but through the shit. Nah, he had eczema. He had a psoriasis. And you could see it in his last fight that he just lost against Volkanovsky. He, you could see he had the fucking psoriasis on his chest. You could see the yeah, shit. So, it was so, red all up so on his he's chest. Not lying. He's not lying. So that, it, you know what some, some, sometimes when some people get it confused, bro? When they find a large amount of steroid in your body, that could, that could be anything. I doubt that like uh, like a fighter is gonna be like, oh shit, let me take this shit that has no way of leaving my system. And yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's like five, find like a thousand milligrams of it in a in my urine. You got me? So it's just you know, I, but I got off the McGregor train. I got off the McGregor train after the Mendes thing. I was like, because the McGregor like I started watching McGregor when he was fighting in in Ireland in the amateur fights because they they were I was I forgot who. I was reading in some article, they were looking at some prospects and stuff, and my cousin, who, uh, he was a trainer at the UFC gym out here in New York, um, they, they were just, this was years ago, they were just talking about prospects, like people like up and coming, and I just so happened to hear his name through the whisper, and I started going on YouTube, I found all of Conor McGregor's amateur fights, and I'm like, yo, I was telling my, you know, I was telling my, my homegirl, I was like, yo, this dude is the truth, like, he's got like, He's got a hunger, you know what I'm saying? Like, the dude's hungry. But after the Chad Mendes fight, he didn't really sound like he was hungry after that. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, nah. so like I, I, didn't, I didn't completely jump off the fucking train, but I was like, yo, I'm going to see what happens next. You know what I'm saying? Then we work our way around to the Nate Diaz fight. The shit went fucking left. You know what I'm saying? Then he rematched Nate Diaz, which was respectable. It was a war. It was a good fight. And it was like, damn, if McGregor didn't go fucking fight Mayweather, I might still be on the fucking train. But then he fucking jumped ship, and then it went even more left, yo. And I'm like, man, fuck this fool, yo. This guy's fucking... Nah, but you know what? We got to respect May- uh, McGregor. He got that mental warfare game on lock. I don't think so at all. I mean, shit, that shit ain't working with nobody. It oh, ain't wor- is, look, look at who is not working on. It worked on everybody else except Nate, Khabib. It worked on... Khabib, it just it just worked on the bad way. Khabib wanted to murder him. Yeah, Khabib was ready to go to Khabib, Khabib was ready to go yeah. to jail, yo. Alawak, yeah, Alawak yeah. just straight blow the fuck up in the middle of the ring, yo. I yeah. was like, oh shit. Yeah, Khabib is from a different culture. Like you don't talk about my dad, you don't talk about my yeah, mom, and that's another thing about... too, man. That shit, that, that that like, but see, you talk about mental warfare, bro. That shit, like seeing how low McGregor went, bro, like, that just, just turned me off, yo. Like, you talking about a man's... You know what I'm saying? Like, I tried, yo. I tried. I listened to the press conference, and, and out here in New York City, you know, they played it in Times Square, but it was so risque what was going on. If they would have played the sound on the on the in Times Square, people would have been shooting in the street, yo. That's bro, how crazy... You know how many bro. Russians and Irish people, you know, con- con- like they, they coagulate around that area? They'd have been shooting yeah. in the street. Bro, um, them, like one thing he McGregor said that he was right. Khabib could have not lost that fight. You say what? Khabib was, could could have not lost that. Oh, Khabib was not losing. I don't see any. I don't see any which way that Khabib even remotely wins that fight. I mean, uh, loses that fight against McGregor. Well, no, um, 
if he would have got him, bro, he would have got him. The thing about it is, Khabib was like, I can't go home if I lose. I have to beat the living shit out of this guy. I just felt like, like, I felt like everything was a Khabib to win. I, I didn't see any possible way that McGregor was going to come out on top with that. I just, like, I tried, no, man. It was, it was only two options. A Jose Aldo-type fight, or he was going to lose. That's how McGregor could win. Eddie Alvarez, his last two big wins was who? Eddie Alvarez and Jose Aldo. And what happened? One was like a second-round knockout. The other one was a fucking 14-second knockout. Mm-hmm. It's like... He loses anything that goes past the second round lately. He has lost. <laughs> I mean, so closing up on the McGregor thing, where do you stand on McGregor right now? I mean, there's obviously been the news with McGregor, you know, like the, the, the whole thing where he's trying to redact the statement where he said, oh, it's just business. Now he's saying that he told Khabib, quit your bitching. Then you got, you know, like, like, where does he go from here? You know, does he fight Dustin Poirier? Does he fight Nate Diaz? Does he fight anybody? You know what I'm saying? Then, he, you know, like, he had that crazy shit with Pauli Malignaggi again. And, and, that, and That's who he fight is next. Who, Pauli? He's fighting Paul. Yeah. Oh. Is this fight next? It's more money, it's, it's more money boxing. I can't even watch that, For man. Him. I can't watch that. Bro, and... Fuck around, he might fight Mayweather again. No, 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 Mayweather ain't touching that. Mayweather. Ain't hey, bro, that. you never know, bro, because the money's out there. It's like yeah, you saw fight. Mayweather made May, Mayweather made nine million just to fight Tension Nasakawa. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, I think that was like oh my god. That shit was mega staged. Hard. I don't care what anybody says. Nah, Changed my I mind. Think, that shit was staged. I don't think I don't think it was staged at all. I don't think what? it was staged at all. I, Nope, I think somebody threw the towel. Who threw the, the towel? towel? They stopped like, the fight. Did you see the fight? I, yeah, it was, it was, it was. He didn't even catch him with that right hand when he fell. But I think Tenson felt that power, and he's like, "I'm not going through this." That fool was flopping around the ring like a dead fucking fish. Yep, yeah. yep. I think, I think he felt that he <laughs> felt the power from Mayweather. Was like, "Nope, I'm not dealing with this. Not today. No, I'm not gonna." Paying up for this crap, and, 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 and you know, called it like you know, called it in. I think Tension went with every intention to beat Mayweather. And the size difference. I just I don't know. Shit was a fuck. I, I was uh, eating a bowl of Cheerios when I watched that fight. Yo, I, I was like, oh my god, this is Anthony. Bro, Anthony, this is how we're gonna start your day by watching this fucking fight. Bro, um, that's like me fighting my my eleven year old nephew. That's what I'm saying. That's like, oh my god. <laughs> but um, yeah. What do you think about this TJ and Henry Cejudo fight? I mean, I think we touched on it in the beginning of the podcast. I think um, oh, I didn't give yeah. my pick. I didn't give my pick on it. You gave me your pick. You said you think T. You said you think TJ's got it. Is TJ gonna? Is either? Is it two ways gonna happen? Henry's gonna catch TJ in trying to take him down, or? If Henry comes in with that white stance, I think TJ's gonna eat that lead leg up. Alright, how about this? For the sake of for the sake of making this interesting, I'm gonna go with Cejudo, but I'm not going with Cejudo just to pick against you. Well part of it is yes, just so we could get this podcast off on the the left and right foot. I think I'm gonna 
I'm going to state that Henry Cejudo beat, pound for pound, the greatest UFC champion of all time, other than DC, in Demetrius Johnson. And Demetrius Johnson is a fucking ninja, okay? I refuse to... Okay, well, fucking... Chick, you, know, you don't you don't know, man. I mean, we don't we don't really know, cause he was DJ looked like DJ was fighting like a, like a bat out of hell, yo. He was fighting pretty good the whole fight. I think yeah, but, I think I think but, Henry Cejudo. Yeah. I think to me, I know DJ may have been hurt, but I think to me, Henry Cejudo might have just been that much better too. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, that fight's debatable, bro. <laughs> I know. Is listen, that, I that, I was upset. I was very upset, especially because I watched I watched fight? Demetrius I watched Demetrius Johnson on Twitch. So DJ, if you're out there, I'm I'm all about the 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 Mighty Mouse fam on Twitch TV playing that World of Warcraft yeah. right now. But um, I just I feel like Henry Cejudo is getting better, and I don't I refuse to believe. Listen, if if Henry Cejudo could squeak away against DJ, even if DJ was not having his best night, I refuse to believe that. TJ Dillshaw is going to come to Henry with anything better than what DJ could even possibly show up with. More power. More so power. I'm saying, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like More I think power. I think Henry Cejudo it's just he's seen it. He twice from the greatest Demetrius Johnson. Uh, but 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 you're forgetting the size of the of, of their genetic makeup. They both going to be gigantic because they're both very big. Yeah, but TJ's a bigger man and TJ has better competition. We could so, talk. Yo, Cody has. We're gonna do. We're gonna. We definitely gonna get on this next week when we do that. When we do the next MMA recap episode, we this is gonna be the first thing we talk about. Yeah, because remember, Cody has two pistons, bro, and TJ was was eight. I DJ's not. DJ's a knockout artist, but he wasn't really that much of a hitter. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I hear you. And 125 have a hard hitter. If his word that he took 12 weeks and this was planned and right now he's setting, pers- he's setting personal records, that would be anybody will say that, which is making me doubt him because that's what you say if you're weak. You're trying to talk yourself up. You get me? But yeah, anyway, he's saying that he's faster. He's hitting harder. I don't think Henry has seen anything <laughs> like TJ, man. I think I think we're gonna definitely gonna have fun breaking this fight down. Come uh, come 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 the next episode. It's gonna be a lot of fun. But um, shit, man, it's, we've been out. We've been doing this for about an hour. No, we clear. We cleared a whole. We cleared a whole hour on this thing. Uh, so we're, just, we're gonna we're gonna rifle. I'm gonna rifle out real quick before we get ready to shut the podcast down for the evening, and we we sign off to everybody. Uh, so I got. I got Henry Cejudo. You got TJ Dillshaw. When it comes to Greg Hardy, you think he's going to win or no? Yeah, it's going to be a gimme. Okay. Benavides versus Ortiz. This is rank number two versus rank number eight. I picked this to be my fight of the night. Yeah, I think I think um, I like I like Benavides, man. I think it's going to be the banger. I think it's going to be definitely the banger. Wasn't it a split decision last time? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's gonna be another split decision. Like either way, man. All I know is that we're gonna be like, ooh, these guys are just banging. All right, and the uh, the very highly esteemed Paige Van Zandt versus Rachel Ostovich. Who do you got? I'm just gonna take Rachel Ostovich. 
I'm gonna take Rachel off the bench as well. Let me write these down right quick. That way, that way is no no funny business. Shit, do I you remember? Because I don't want to be like, no, 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 no. I said, I, I, I said, I said this. Get this. Is that a pen? That's not a pen. Where all my pens go, yo? Somebody came in my room and stole my pens. I hate when I. Oh man. All right, so you got Rachel. I got Rachel too. I'll remember it. And then uh, Glover Teixeira versus Robertson. If Teixeira loses this, he becomes unranked. Ah, uh, man. I think I think Teixeira was like 44 years old, bro. Yeah, I don't know. He's, he's I, I feel bad. I feel bad for those guys, man, that, like, it's about time for him to give it up, man. Didn't, didn't Rumble, like, knock out a tooth and, and um... Bro, busted his nose and everything. It's like... Yeah, and Gustafson like knocked him to like another week or something like that. Yeah, bro. Like, that was just like that was that was before John Jones even got suspended. Yeah, he should, yeah, because that was the thing too with that fight between Gus and John Jones. Like Gus ain't hasn't fought as long as John Jones hasn't fought. I think even longer. Yeah. So like they both were like quote unquote ring rust. I don't know if that makes sense. I'm just writing the um. the picks right now and i think that's pretty much it right we spoke about colby we spoke about tj we spoke about jones we spoke about i mean we damn we we touched upon everything i think we even spoke about more than what i wrote on the outline that i sent you i think so too other than the boxing but you know what right now it's just such a hot week this is the first week that we get some ufc in the past the, the past two weeks and there was so much to talk about so much controversy there was so much good so much bad so much ugly but for what it was worth, I really think it's a lot of fun. You know, uh, I, I think this might be something that we definitely got to do once a week. Might get, might see if we can get some other members of the Twitter, the the Twitter community, on board. See what yeah. they're gonna say. You know what I'm saying? Because there's, there's one thing about this pod. The reca- the reason why I want, like I said, the reason why I wanted to make this podcast is because I noticed that like MMA Twitter, there's like some fans out there that just like, you know, like we don't. Our voices don't really get out there, you know what I'm saying? We don't get a chance to, like, we, it's, we really just kind of uh, debating amongst ourselves, you know what I'm saying? Like, we all, it's the same, like, three or four people, maybe, it's the same people that are just tweeting amongst themselves, and we feel like, fuck it, let's, let's, get the, let's get the word out there, you know what I'm saying? We, we just a couple of fans just trying to look out there and trying to see, you know, who else wants to, to, to communicate. I feel like yeah, the only people that really get a chance to communicate the, are the, yeah, as you were saying? The more, the more people, the better, because, like, um, people could come with, like, different aspects, and then that's what makes it fun. Yeah, you know because what I'm saying? And it's not just day. about fighting. It's about everything, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we're talking about, we, we about MMA here, but, like, I'm saying, like, but each fighter brings a certain issue, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like, MMA is not always just MMA. There's social issues. There's there's a whole bunch of things that we could, you know, that we could go into that we might not even be looking at that that you out so, there might be looking at. I, I think the UFC, imagine the UFC might have been scared to make the Kobe – and Willie fight because that shit might have got ugly right now. How shit's going over here? Right now. Well, I think I think you know what it is. Once Woodley beats Kobe Covington, then it's kind of like, well, all right, well we lost our money fight. You know what I'm saying? Like back to the drawing board. Yeah, you know who's a money fight for Col- for for Tyron Woodley? He got like three money fights out there. He got GSP. Yeah, but he GSP got- said that he's not really interested in coming back right now. Uh, that's his scale, Woodley. That, that's why. He got Nick Diaz. Nick Diaz has been turned down every single fight. 
Like, has he got worldly though? Has they offered him worldly? We don't even know. But at this point, it's like they, oh. they, they, he, they, the Diaz brothers, they like irrelevant because they, it's like every time they, oh. they announce a fight, they just be like, nah, we ain't fucking fighting. We ain't see shit. Yeah, bro, bro, because they want money fights. They want pay-per-view points. And as Man. much as we might love Woodley, he's, he's not bringing in the cash. And then, and then hopefully, my, I get my Christmas wish come true. Woodley going up to middleweight and fighting for the title. That'd be dope. I really want to see. That'd be dope. Dana, make it happen. Woodley against Whitaker, because Whitaker's going to knock out Kelvin Gaslam when they Kelvin, fight. Kelvin Gaslam got some hands, though. And I don't, I don't like his squeaky voice. <laughs> <laughs> but Kelvin nah, Gaslam but, um, definitely got the hands, yo. Yeah, but that, it goes back to the E D C B A. It's like a B minus. Yeah, there's ABC levels to this game. Plus. There's levels to this game. Yeah, and and Robert Whitaker is a B plus, maybe A. Bro, two fucking wars, bro. You got me? Yeah. Even though they're both debatable, but but I don't know. I just thought the UFC didn't want to give the give the win to a to a known cheater. Yeah. Joel Joel failed like a a drug test for like some crazy shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want I want that agent, bro. Maliki Kawa. Oh. Oh my brother, Malika. yeah, I love him, man. I respect that man for everything he goes. Yo, you want somebody like that on your, on your yeah, side. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yo, you want to talk about it. And, and that's after John Jones threw his whole team under the bus. Remember when they asked John Jones, they were like, did you did you sign the papers acknowledging that you took the USADA oh, c- compliance and all that it. shit? He's like, yeah, my home, my manager, my, my team forced that shit. And I was like, oh, John Jones gives zero fucks? Hello? Yo, it's like, it's like, don't you, don't you see the irony between John Jones and DC, bro? Like, John Jones is, quote-unquote, the wild man, and he points fingers. DC is, the quote-unquote, the square. That's what I lives. said earlier, bro. If you like John Jones, man, you like it up. You got you to gotta like John Jones up the butt. Cause it's but, the like, about <laughs> it, but, but the thing about it, D, DC is, quote-unquote, a square, right? But he lives through a certain ethics that no matter what background you come from, bro, you could respect, bro. DC is my square, okay? Yo, DC, you my, my square. DC, <laughs> DC you the man. DC, you're love. I'm a, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm a tweet. DC, the link. DC, you're getting love. <laughs> All right, man. So I want to say thank you so much, man. It's been so much fun, man. I can't believe we actually managed to keep this going for an hour, you know, shooting the breeze. We jumped all over the place, but it kind of all came together. You know, it felt good, and I really look forward. I'm, oh, well, you and me, we gonna do this again next week because you and me, we got a score to settle. We got, we, we have different, you know, we have different picks for that main event. And you and I, we gotta go toe to toe, and we gotta come to face with our decision come next week for the podcast. So, with that being said, what, what you said? I said TJ knocked down by the second, second round. Oh shit! Okay, TKO. okay. So you want me to, you want me to pick it? You want me to pick it? Yeah, TKO second round after before the second round TKO. Third round ground and pound Cejudo. My God, that sounds that sounds very realistic. Third pound ground and pound. Third round, third round ground and pound. Say that five times fast, yo. You be like, oh man, I said now you got me. Questioning my my pick. Yo, that's it. Man, we got it. Oh so we're gonna get back right, next week. 
We're going to do this again next week, yo. Zeus, I appreciate you so much for taking the time, man. I appreciate you taking the time away for your family to come through and tell tell the missus thank you so much. And we look forward to doing this again next week. And for those of you guys listening to the podcast, please like and subscribe. It's available everywhere. It's available on Anchor, Spotify, Google. Uh, did I say Apple? It's it's literally everywhere. It's, it's anywhere that you consume podcasts, you can catch it. So do me a favor, hit us up. And for those of you guys on Twitter, we look forward to taking your thoughts and bringing them to life. So if anybody else is interested in partaking on the podcast, yo, let's all get together. Let's all shoot the breeze. Let's have like 10 people up on this in this podcast, yo, just shooting it and, and just having a good time, man. So I hope everybody has a good night, and we'll see you guys next week. I will. Have a good night, brother. All right, man. Good night.